Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Welcome to another episode of the How We Solve podcast. Today, I have the thought leader in the SDR space, sales development representative space, David Dolani. He's the founder and CEO of Tembound, a research and advisory firm focused 100% on the sales development space. Tembound has become the hub of the SDR industry with a thriving online research center, a market map, a tool directory, training and consultancy programs, and the Tembound sales development conference, and also a really cool podcast, which I've been had the pleasure of being featured on a while ago. And yeah, I'm really excited to have David on the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, David. Anytime. I'm excited to chat with you. Likewise. And what are we chatting about today? What's the problem we're solving? Yeah. So, you know, over the last 10 years, the sales development space has really exploded. And I guess you could say adoption of this go-to-market technique. And it really follows along with the, you know, explosion in software as a service. So many, many companies who have started up or are more established companies have watched the success of salesforce.com and how they set up a sales development program. And they want to replicate that. They're starting these programs. They're interested in this space. And one of the first things they realize is, hey, it's different than marketing. It's it's different than sales and figuring out what's the best strategy, what are the best tactics, you know, how do we learn more about um, doing this very critical function, you know, correctly and getting a good return on investment. You know, that's the way that we've positioned 10 bound so that they can come to the website. We've got a ton of free resources, a ton of free, you know, information for them to be able to to get, grab and, and use immediately. And if they need more help, you know, they could double click and we've got all the advisory services and, and coaching and training that, that they would need to run the program. I'd, I'd love to drill into this, like how you went from being a service provider or like a consultancy to the thought leader in the space. So it's the, the problem that we're solving today is like, how do you turn your business or how do you become the thought leader in a space and, and how do you monetize this? If you could walk us through the steps that you took, like from, from shop to you know, podcasts, conference, et cetera, you know, all the stuff that you're doing these days. Absolutely. I mean, it started in the second grade. So they went around the class and asked what you wanted to be. And I said, I wanted to be a thought leader right now. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so no, it really started, you know, I was, I had been running sales development teams for several years at various size SaaS companies. And um, I was between things. And a friend of mine needed some help, you know, doing some strategy work and writing a playbook for a sales development program at his company and, you know, just brought me in as a consultant. And it was pretty amazing because I had been in the corporate world for 20 years and I just didn't realize that that this whole world existed of freelance work and things like that. And, And I just found it to be invigorating, you know, at that point in my career. So with lucky enough with a, a spouse <laughs> that was understanding and supporting. That supports this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, still to this day is a diehard, you know, 10 bound fan, I think, I hope she's right there. And so w- was able to take on some more consulting gigs, run training programs, write strategy and start to, you know, 
make it a, a going concern. And then, you know, we needed to be able to get the word out. And as a bootstrapped, you know, company, you know, the marketing dollars are not there. And so you look around, how can I, you know, leverage the resources that we have? And initially it was a podcast and a, and a blog that went into meetups. Meetups turned into a conference and, you know, just sort of grew organically from there. And if you can kind of, I guess, break this down. So you start out with the podcast and then the blog. And I guess what's the main driver? Like, where did you see the most success or the most leads? Or did you even focus on getting leads? Or was it just like to be known? Like, at what point did you kind of focus on like, hey, when do I get a return investment of like putting out all this content? Or how did this play together? That's a really good point. I mean, there there really wasn't a great, a great plan to that extent. And it, it probably should be better even today, you know, four years later. But it was really just, I had a Rolodex, I used to call it. I, I just knew a lot of people in the sales development space, but I hadn't done any contact. I mean, when you're, a, you know, running sales development teams for 80 hours a week or whatever it is in the corporate world. I don't know how people do it. I, I see people do it. But for me, I was done at the end of the day. So I wasn't putting out a lot of content. And But I knew a lot of people. And now as a you know consultant, trainer type of person, you, you have way more time on your hands to be able to do things. So with the podcast, it was essentially you know called up 20 friends of mine who were running sales development teams, got an hour with them over Zoom and a list of questions and just launched, you know, I guess you could say brand building. I mean, building a brand that 10 bound is, is a thought leader or, you know, bringing quality content in the sales development space was kind of in the back of my mind. But essentially it was just, I know a lot of people, they're very knowledgeable. There's a, a few sales development podcasts out there. And this could be one that takes it from the angle of, you know, I need to run a sales development team, not necessarily I'm going to sit down and, you know, make cold calls all day, but like, how do I actually run this organization? And just went from there. Yeah. For me, it's also writing stuff is much harder than just like interviewing somebody on a podcast, you know, cause like the guest kind of brings the, the the content and this and you, later on you can turn this or have somebody turn this into a blog post i guess right to kind of like reuse it yeah i mean these people are are <laughs> i learn a ton and you know the the podcast has morphed over the years for the first couple of years it was just you know managers directors vps of sales development so people running various size sales development teams we've sprinkled in you know, marketers, sales leaders, PR people, like anybody involved in uh, pipeline generation and, you know, appointment setting and the outsourced industry. I think that's how I met you. It's such a fascinating, interesting topic. And it's something that I, I just enjoy <laughs> talking to people about. Doing it. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I probably should be more commercially minded, especially after doing it for four years. Like, you know, how do we get ROI on this and stuff like that, but you can't be everything to everybody, right? So, <laughs> yeah. If I would be tactical about this, I'll probably interview people who could become customers or could become partners, you know, or could become sponsors on conference later on since you have like this this mix of, of outlets. So I guess this could be, if you want to be more tactical, I think this this could be a way. There's a philosophy out there. I have a book, but it's like content based prospecting or something like that. So you essentially, you know, you use your podcast as a vehicle to go out and talk to your key 
A accounts and your key clients that you want to bring in and you know you get to know them and you have an open conversation you learn a ton and potentially start a relationship and they learn about you yeah there's like an easy way you know since we're both in the same space i'm with with task drive which does sales development or like mainly the research part of, of sales development roundup posts seem to work pretty well to just kind of reach out to people it's like hey we do this roundup post on experts on you know expert topic related to what we do or to relate what, what our customers are doing and then can you jump on the quick call so we ask like three or four questions to put this roundup thing together you get a backlink you know so like and you get some exposure so that's the the win that the customer or the potential customer gets and in this process the customer gets to know you you know it's like like a fairly easy win on the sdr side oh big time i think that you got to be creative in sales development and you know utilize all the tools that are at your disposal because you know like i said 10 years ago sending a sequence and and calling somebody you know five times over the you know a week or whatever hey that worked you know because it was pretty pretty new pretty different but now i mean you got to be so creative to get in front of people and be, to be able to engage because they're they are just inundated with messaging and so yeah the podcast roundups content whatever you got to do what's the the stuff that you see working right now yeah i mean that's really i would say it's a it's a balance of personalization enough to the point where that people know that it's not just a blast just spam uh, a blast yeah but not getting caught up so much in the research that you're spending all day just to send one message and i mean you can always use task drive who does, who does the least re- lead research for you yes <laughs> or just call task rabbit call david uh, task <laughs> rabbit. task drive <laughs> don't call task drive it uh call task drive task rabbit was bought by ikea ikea i think it was, <laughs> it was. i know I know. I mean, that's so brilliant because who wants to put together a flat pack box with 300 parts, right? So taking a step back, like you're asking what's resonating now, it's uh, having the right message at the right time and making sure that you're touching on some kind of pain point or some kind of initiative that the person is uh, interested in. And you could check all those boxes and and still not get a response because your email didn't arrive or it wasn't, you know, just wasn't the right time or it was caught in spam and things like that. So the bottom line is you have to be able to put in enough research and personalization, but yet have enough volume going out that you can, you know, still have a percentage of response. And to find that balance, you need to strategically think about your outbound and then also look at some of the tools and services that are available to plug in. You don't have to just have the SDR doing every task. You can have task drive, do the research. You can have some of the software programs do a lot of the repetitive stuff and then have the SDR bring the creativity. Absolutely. Thank you for the task drive plug. So in terms of your conference, I guess, you know, you mentioned before, like, you know, a meetup happened and then, you know, meetup kind of led to the, to the conference. I guess a conference can, you know, can be a moneymaker, can also be a money loser, can just be a lost leader to get like more exposure to customers. Kind of like what was your approach with like creating, I mean, the podcast is not that expensive to run, whereas the conference is like a bigger deal. And nowadays, you know, you can't have conferences, so you have to kind of do them virtual, but kind of walk me through the thought process and kind of like, you know, what made money and how this went down to create your conference. Yeah, it was interesting because I, you know, going way back, even before I've always, and I still am very passionate that sales development is an industry really. I mean, it's, it's its own 
thing, you know, between marketing and sales. And there's a lot of really smart people involved. There's a lot of great tools. There's a lot of great services. There's just a, a lot of, you know, activity happening. And, you know, I felt like we had an opportunity, you know, two or three years ago to sort of become the eye of the storm in that, you know, rounding of activity that was happening. And so I actually approached another conference provider. This seems like a million years ago, but it was only like four or five years ago. And I said, you know, you're already doing non-vendor related sales conferences. Why not add on the sales development conference, right? Since you already have the infrastructure, they just said, look, I mean, there's just nobody's interested in that market. You know, it just seemed like, okay, either I'm not doing a good job selling this idea or, you know, he's not interested, but I've always thought that there's a lot of, you know, legs to it. And so we went ahead and did it. And you're right. I mean, it was this is when you could do live conferences and we, you know, sat down with a, a skeleton crew and a tiny budget and dream, you know, <laughs> to bring bring the industry together and, you know, went out and figured out, you know, how to do it and sell it. And it was super successful. I mean, I, I think anybody who knows me knows I'm very humble, but this is it was a raving success going from zero to one with the initial sales development conference. So that gave us momentum and we went from there until we got punched in the face by COVID. But I guess, you, you know, you've been in denial for a while, but you figured it out, right? The, the last conference was online and the, this year it's gone. They're usually in August, right? Yep. So 2020, we actually, because we, we had some momentum. I mean, it's definitely, it had some wind behind it and people really enjoyed it. And it's kind of what Tenbound became known for, you know, to put the conference together. And so we were going to expand. So we, we had two conferences planned in 2020, one in San Francisco and one in New York City. And San Francisco, you know, we'd done a few years and I, I live here, so that was not a big deal. But expanding out to New York City was really complicated and costly. And we had everything, everything was locked in. I mean, we had all the hotels, caterers, da 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 da, like all that stuff. And then it just had to be unwound, you know, once COVID hit and switched to virtual. I hope you got like out with a blue eye and did not lose a lot of money with like contracts and stuff like this. Or black eye, obviously. Yeah. 2020, I mean, it's funny, you know, people talk about businesses like, you know, a small percentage just went out of business, middle part struggled along, and then the another you know, small percentage just went through the roof, you know, and I would say we were sort of toward the the dark side of that continuum. <laughs> but it just it's been picking up like crazy in the last few months, which is great. But yeah, it set us back. There's no conferences like what do you want to do? You have to get in front of customers. So sales SDR, exactly. The SDR games, like the most the best thing you can do right now, even if you have like virtual events, like how do you inform people about this? You know, like so the SDR games definitely Oh yeah, thinking about how we needed to be more digital. I mean, I'm from a the old school of you get together live. Like our consulting engagements were live at the office. Our training was live at people's offices or at WeWork. You know, our conference was live. Everything was in person, you know, going into spring of 2020. And I always kind of in the back of my head, I was like, I got to get better at digital, man. I mean, you know, I, I just like, it's so much more trackable. It's it's just a better business model. And I got to get better at that. And then yeah, 2020 happened and we got pretty good at it. We're not great, but 
pretty good. When's the next conference? Yeah. So, oh man, thank you for asking. It's um, March 24th. Oh, it's coming up. Is the first virtual. Yeah. It's about a month away and we've got three virtual conferences this year and then one in person that we're hoping happens in October. But yeah, in March, the, the theme is going to be sales development leadership in a remote world. So a remote setting. So we've got a agenda of people running remote sales development teams from small teams to large teams and and they're crushing it you know and they're gonna come on and tell us how to do it it's gonna be exciting awesome so where can people sign up find the conference yeah i mean tenbound.com like it's all there it's t-e-n-b-o-u-n-d.com and get on the newsletter i i would say that those two things if you bookmark that page and then get on our our newsletter you'll be in the community and you'll be informed about all the the resources that are available that's awesome that's exciting i'm glad we connected because otherwise i may have missed missed the conference that's that's very cool i know it's i mean it's it's crazy you know the competition today for just people's attention you know even a friend of mine you know who are in the same business and you know we've done lots of business together and you didn't know about it so every day we're trying to just get in front of people and let them know hey there's all these resources available and you could take advantage of it if you're interested in this topic so the ideal customer for you is people who want to improve the sdr game or people who want to maybe start there i guess for the conferences people who want to improve it also want to learn about this and what's your ideal customer from your consultancy are you still doing the consultancy like are you still working with companies on getting there yeah improving the sdr game we do yeah definitely you know and we have a tremendous head of advisory right now who work Pete Mickarts who works with customers. You know, it's usually from an account perspective that it's it's software as a service companies. They usually have an SDR team. And you know, on the advisory side, it's it's usually executives who have been handed the SDR program or they're trying to figure it out or they're trying to start one and they need a clear, you know, repeatable strategy and playbook that they can put in place you know, with follow-on training and coaching for the team. So on the advisory side, we work with almost exclusively software as a service companies. And then as far as the folks who come to the website and come to the conferences and podcasts, it's anybody involved in sales development or are interested in the topic. So marketers, salespeople, SDRs, SDR managers, you know, if this is something that they're interested in, we got something for them. In terms of pricing, do you have any tickets like are prices going up? Should people hurry? Do you work with some FUD, some fear on, you know, like uh, people are missing out? Like what's the... Yeah, I mean, you know, prices are always going up, <laughs> you know, and the real question is, how's your sales development doing? You know, if you're an executive and you're looking at the program, is it humming? I mean, is it cranking out repeatable, predictable pipeline every month? If it's not, give us a call because we've talked to people all day that are dealing with that. And, you know, if you're a, a manager running a team, are you do you feel really confident about the program and your success? If you're an SDR and you're just hitting a wall and you can't make another cold call and you need some motivation, I mean, you know, check out 10Bound because there's something there that we can help you out with. And in terms of how do you price your services and um, for 
when you work with companies to set up their SDR game? And what's the process? Like you have like a three month package and it costs X dollars or like how does it usually work? Always a custom plan? No, I mean, you've got some like kind of baked plans where, you know, if you're looking at it from a strategic perspective, you get an assessment and then a 90 day, you know, implementation where we essentially take the key points of the assessment and put it into a repeatable strategic playbook that you can use, you know, to train and coach and hire the team really if you if you're starting from scratch. You know, that's sort of an out of the box package that we put together and then obviously training. If you're an SDR manager or an SDR, we do public seminars that you can sign up for online and we do those monthly and we we also will be releasing just a sort of a self-paced online version pretty soon here. And that those are always available for just if you're like one person and and obviously, if you're running a team and you want a training and coaching program, then we'll put together a package there for a private seminar. So, and then on the you know sponsorship side, it's you can sponsor. <laughs> basically, we we love our sponsors, we love our supporters that are helping bring this content out to the community. And so, you can sponsor you know anything from one podcast all the way up to platinum ultra packages, where you're basically a marketing partner with Ten Bound. You know. So, so happy to talk about that as well. Awesome. And before you tell us where people can reach you, where potential customers, sponsors, et cetera, can, can reach out to you, we're going to push to get this podcast out as soon as possible. So it's in time to, you know, that people can still find you before the conference happens. What's the ideal customer profile for somebody doing outbound sales? Like how, how large should the LTV be? Or because I guess when you sell widgets for $299 a month, it doesn't really make sense to have an SDR team. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there's a hard and fast rule about it, but you know, if you've got over $20,000 in annual contact value, and the main thing is if you've got product market fit, you feel like you've got product market fit and you're not in sort of education mode still, you know, and you, you see some path forward with getting in front of customers and talking to, talking to them about using your solution. And you're at more of the twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars in annual contract value. It's definitely time to look at a outbound SDR program. That's the advice I would give. Yes, I can can sign this. It, it definitely makes sense. The best predictable way, and also the fastest way to just get in front of customers and close in business. Awesome. So, where can people find you? And please remind us again when when the conference is. Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, March twenty fourth. The best way, just head over to tenbound.com, and that's T-E-N-B-O-U-N-D.com. And it's free registration, and love to see everybody there. Awesome. Well, David, thank you very much for coming on. I'm looking forward to the conference. Definitely. And I hope we get to meet in person in October. It's time for a real conference again. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, we're it's locked in, and we're hoping to see everybody. And it seems like we're kind of turning the corner on this thing. So hopefully by October, we can all get together, socially distanced, and uh, <laughs> have a great time. Awesome. Thank you very much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. Is your sales team spending too much time researching leads and accounts? We take over all the labor-intensive sales development tasks so your team can focus on building relationships and closing more deals. We don't just build lists. We take a strategic research-based approach to find your team qualified leads every day. Ready to start? Schedule your free consultation at taskdrive.com. That's T-A-S-K-D-R-I-V-E.com. 
Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.